two radiologists walk into a bar. They saw through each other. Hi, this is Kalyan Sivasailam. You're listening to Insights about your insights. Some examples I've already given you about how AI in healthcare is obviously very useful. I'm going to spend some time on the limitations of AI today with some of the some some live examples, right? The first thing is that a lot of AI built today is extremely exclusive and not inclusive. I'm going to give you an example. We work, we don't just build our own AI. We also work with many AI partners from across the world and integrate their algorithms onto our platform. And one of the things that we regularly found was that partners who would receive an X-ray from us would almost always say, would almost always say, hey, we need A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, DICOM metadata tags. And without even one of them, I can't process this image. And my, my question to all of them always is, hey, a radiologist is not looking at those DICOM tags. And, and this radiologist is, you know, taking a call. Why are you guys not able to do it? And so a lot of AI, because it's being built on limited data sets, which is my point two, simply do not have the ability to scale in real world settings. And so if a US company, there are many really good ones. If they want to come to India, basically they can't do any work because most machines in India don't spit out the metadata that they want. And so that's a lot of AI today is actually very exclusive. It may work in a Medanta or an Apollo or a Manipal, but the moment you take it to Rishikesh or Nagar Koil or any other place, you know, a little bit inside India where the standards are not as set as they should be, it's gone. The second thing, as I mentioned earlier, is that it's almost always trained on very, very limited data sets. One of the inherent advantages that 5C has when we build AI is that we have incredible variety of data, right, from all kinds of use cases. While usually trained models that we have seen are very focused on almost perfect data coming from wonderfully standardized institutions like the Mayo Clinic or Stanford or something like that. Again, it is not real world. Third thing, and I've seen this happen, and this is not, this is not on the uh, machine learning for medical imaging side, but anybody who's trying to give AI-driven analytics for healthcare, please remember correlation is not causation. Just because for some reason, more and more cancer scans, you know, come on Friday doesn't mean that you know, most people who get scanned on Friday have cancer, right? Correlation is not causation. It's a very fundamentally important point that anybody running a basic regression has to always remember. And finally, and this is a pet peeve of mine, uh, it's more of me ranting this last point, so please forgive me. There's a lot, it's just imagination of some of these guys is just so limited. Like, I mean, every anybody who wants to do AI in, in medical imaging wants to go detect cancer. I mean, come on, man. There are a lot of phenomenal use cases that are available beyond somebody saying, hey, you know what, I'm going to detect lung cancer, I'm going to detect breast cancer, I'm going to detect liver cancer. I mean, I'll give you just one example, right, which has a phenomenal use case. For all of you, if any of you have ever seen an MRI scan or had the misfortune of getting one, you'll know that an MRI scan is defined by something called a Tesla, which is the strength of the magnet. The higher the strength of the magnet, the better the resolution of the images, you know, that you can get. Today, there are actually 
reasonably good research papers that talk about how using a 1.5 tesla machine using ai you can generate three tesla level image clarity phenomenal opportunity i mean if i as a businessman i'm sitting here thinking my god if i'm able to build this i'm going to go to each of my centers and say hey guys i just upgraded your mri machine that costs a million bucks with the software and now you have three tesla awesomeness with you hey that is a phenomenal use case but everybody wants to go detect cancer and it's a very long tail play like i said it's a pet peeve forgive me but just there's a lot of limited imagination in ai in care pathways and so i think that there are many more opportunities out there and new entrepreneurs can definitely go and and figure some of them out okay so my opinion where will all this go i think that to some extent ai will solve to some extent is the keyword here AI will solve Baumol's cause disease in diagnostics and I really believe that this could open up new profit pools and value driven pricing. I'll give you an example. Suppose for example right now I had this magical algorithm that could almost completely automate the reporting of any x-ray. The first thing that I would do is take that to a bunch of investors like VG, super smart guys and basically go and say hey um Now I have this phenomenal algorithm and I know the price in the market and I'm able to just absolutely undercut it. I need to set up a thousand x-ray centers across India and I'm going to do this basically for everyone. Their opportunity is massive. AI will find a lot of use cases in complex elective cases. For example, somebody needs uh there are very specific AI algorithms to help detect very you know rare diseases in the liver. Another good example is Cipla uses uh, actually works with ai companies and teaches pulmonologists to detect different types of copd so that they can prescribe the right medication and obviously emergency situations so and i'll talk to give an example about what we're doing in 5c with brain hemorrhages in emergency situations but i also believe that in in medical in the medical field in the digital health space ai will become a productivity utility not immediately it's not in the next 5 years but maybe 30 years from now it's going to be spoken about a little bit like electricity so today nobody sits no entrepreneur goes and say we are an electricity driven organization my lights are on at night and so my people are safe and we can work nobody says that right that's that's childish but i think ai will become a little bit like that a productivity utility in itself here are some of the things that you know we've been able to do at 5c using ai we've been able to reduce x-ray tat to 4 minutes this is i'm not this is not a typo you know i'm not out of my mind it is really 4 minutes uh we've been able to reduce uh the time to report critical brain bleeds to 13 minutes we like to get it even faster because there's this whole thing around the golden hour but 13 minutes is pretty good uh and obviously automate detection and quantification uh of kidney stone so we actually tell the radiologist exactly where it is what is the size what is the hu value for anybody who understands that term etc etc so these are these are live use cases this is not hava this is not you know i'm not talking in the air this is really you come to 5c you, you talk to any you talk to anybody in the team this is like daily we don't we don't uh, we don't appreciate the magic of this enough and so to conclude ai is a problem solver for sure it is magical it is not a panacea Uh, I hope all of you have understood this whole concept of Baumol's cause disease. It is really a breakthrough understanding for me about why AI is so important in my vision and mission. Make sure that you're picking the right problem that you're trying to solve with AI. Simulated conditions are not real-world conditions, and in the end, 
yeah absolutely guys ai is uh, is real hi this is kalyan sivasailam you are listening to insights about your insight